You're listening to the best of the Tom Bernard Show.com, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Who, me? <laughs> so I'd like to know if I was married to a whore piece of shit. <laughs> you could just look at her license. My. Special stripe. That was amazing. Oh my gosh. Coming by sweet corn, potatoes, onions, pickles. It's not how you use them, sir. <laughs> it's really sickening that anybody would be into radio this much. It is ungoddamn believable. I think I'm going to hell. I just realized it. Thank you, Tom. You're just delicious. <laughs> We're here today with Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Michael, what's going on? You know, we keep getting phone calls, and it's interesting because people try to handle a lot of stuff on their own, or they try to talk to the adjusters, or they wait, um, and they think maybe it'll cost them money if they talk to me. And, you know, we tell them it's free to talk to us. Um, I go through what their rights are and, you know, we try to help them as best we can. We don't sign everyone up. Sometimes I just give them advice and they go from there and then call us back later. But the key is, is that they don't know all their rights or they're not told all the rights by the adjuster. And that's one of the things we try to make sure that they get, you know, they get that understanding, uh, so they can help themselves and their families the best they can. And the number is? Is 800-770-7008. Or at the website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Brad, Sean, Bryant, Michael Bryant, thank you. Seeking justice for the injured. Brad, Sean, Bryant. Welcome back, everybody. To yet another episode of the best of the Tom Bernard podcast. Brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kicking off the show this week, we had comedian Michael Malone in the studio. Next on The Best Of. back ladies and gentlemen now Murray let me ask you a question I'm like I don't know if you know this or not but I grew up in, in a very urban neighborhood <laughs> dropped out of high school in 10th grade I did not know that yeah never went to college went to college for one day and couldn't find a place to park so I quit <laughs> but the average guy in my neighborhood couldn't even read this much less never look at it and then read it the first time you look at it how did that happen <laughs> Seriously, most of the guys in my neighbor couldn't even read this thing if they here read through it about ten times and then try to read it. Right. There's no way. Let me say that was that was a brave pro move there, Tom. I don't know uh, why it happened though. I have no idea why I can do that. Do you think it's linked to the no parking thing? Do you think that's, <laughs> that's probably somehow. what it is? That's probably what <laughs> it is. Frustration. <laughs> uh, get out of this I place. think there was uh, people meant for your job, and there, there's people that weren't, and you I definitely were. I'm. Uh, uh, I guess like the whole the whole schooling and and getting more involved in your education and everything is all fine and dandy but talking to people is a whole different situation no, it's when you're face to face with somebody if yeah. you don't know how to communicate oh, I was a terrible student and uh, now I yeah, talk to people for a living <laughs> <laughs> see that's exactly that's what I'm a, talking yeah, about it's a weird thing yeah I'm dumb as rocks but <laughs> yeah, people listen to me every night <laughs> well there you go yeah. somebody figured something out that's all I know man right so yeah it's it, I don't know why. Andy, you know, you probably do know why that happens. 
Not really. <laughs> There's no medical reason? I thought there'd be a medical reason. Medical reason? Yeah, like brain synapse or something. I don't know. Never mind. Brain overload. My son just looked at me like, God, you're a douche. It was the best. It's really it nice when your own son. Ever. Yeah, wasn't that? I still, like that the, I still like the bag. You go, medical reason. <laughs> medical reason. What the hell are you talking about? What? Ah, uh, what are you going to do? You know, nice you know Popcorn King. You are the <laughs> they said you ain't the popcorn king too. They had to, they had to really make it uh, yeah. rural as hell. You know, where I, where I grew up in Marion, Ohio, we are known for the popcorn festival. Mm. Yeah, we in have, Marion, uh, Ohio. In Marion, Ohio, we have a big popcorn because we have wind up popcorn there, and so oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So that's the big uh, that's the big to do thing in uh, my small town. Why better get over there? Yeah, you'd be you'd be welcome with open arms. Well, what we're talking about is your is your mic not working? No. Well, you know, yeah, you can't really touch that thing, or else your mic will Don't break. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. <laughs> um, um, honest to God, somehow broke it. Yeah, my wife broke it. And that's the newest headset. Yep. I know. <laughs> we did a brand new headset for it, and she breaks it. That's why we can't thing. have nice things around here. You know? Yeah, those top <laughs> buttons. I don't know. I'm going to have to get different ones because those ones break too yeah, easy. Yeah, we're going to have to get something figured out. Yeah. So your mom tells me this morning. Okay, well, I'm going to a fashion show, so I'll see you when you get home tonight. I think. Oh, so we're just taking the day off, are we? Oh. <laughs> I just love it. The fashion, fashion shows show here in Minnesota? Is it's at the Minneapolis Institute of Arts. Oh. So I don't understand what that's all about. Yeah. <laughs> Do me a favor next time. Uh, invite me, Catherine. I'd like to come with. You want to go uh, to the fashion show? I could definitely have skipped as well. <laughs> <laughs> we don't get too much fashion stuff here in Minneapolis. No, we don't. So we don't it's it's nice when people from L.A. like to come show us how to dress. Yeah, are they modeling new Snuggie models? I, mean, here. I think they're doing the new crotchless yoga pants, which, by the way, I'm not making up. Those crotchless yoga there pants? There are crotchless yoga pants. How do you it's make yoga pants even sexier? You take the crotch out. Apparently. I mean, it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> I feel like that would somehow make them less sexy in a way <laughs> well it all depends on you'd look at them and you'd be like what the hell is that <laughs> make them less comfortable i know that what are you what's wrong with you it would definitely make them less comfortable no they the reason they made there is a flap that you could put up oh. for when you're working out but the reason they're crotchless is so you can have sex in them really now why would you want to have sex in the yoga pants it's for the person on the go <laughs> <laughs> Well, you might be right about that. Oh, God. Wait a second. got to undo my flap. It's like really sexy. There's nothing sexy about that. Let me undo my flap real quick. God, Jesus. I'm out of the mood suddenly. That is very, very true. Why don't you shut that other flap? Yeah, shut the main flap. How about that? Why don't you not tell me about it? Uh, God, those stories you were telling us this morning about the guy, you go on the air and a guy thinks you're the author who's like, what, oh, 40 man. years older than you or oh, something? Oh, yeah, it's the worst. <laughs> Some novelist out there. I, sometimes I play along. The worst is when why you uh, yeah, when you go not? to a club, and like I'll, I'll go to a club I've never been to before, and you'll, and you'll go in and they're like, uh, you'll walk up and they're like, do you have a ticket, sir? <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. My poster's on the walls. Like, what do you mean? Like, that's me right that's, up that's there, me. man. It's unbelievable. I, oh, I actually have a, a great uh, Milwaukee story about that. Uh, there's Ooh. a club in Milwaukee that was uh, run by a fake mafia for a long time. Uh, it's not Arts Performing Center, is it? No, no, oh. no. Much, much jankier. Um, <laughs> okay. This place, uh, this place had a big Samoan um, gangster type dude that like ran the place, right? Ooh. And uh, one time I went there. And all those staff was like, they all thought they were like mafia up, right? One guy never took off his sunglasses oh, the whole time. Yeah, and yeah. Anyway, I'll, anyways, so I go there one time and there's, a, I go to pick up the condo key 
and there's this big black dude in the lobby and he's and he's in the middle of the day and i'm like hey you know i'm like whatever and uh i'm here to get the condo key and he goes you got id and my poster's literally all over the. <laughs> and so joking i just point to a poster i'm like huh? and he's like he's like nah i need to see your id i'm like okay so i gave him my id he goes against the wall i'm like okay so I, <laughs> what? he frisked me down right and then he passed me down and then he goes all right well jd's downstairs um just let him know you've been patted down I was like, okay. So I go downstairs, and JD has uh, his office door open, but his desk is just covered in money and guns. Okay. And uh, and I get it's like one, Murray's desk. Yeah, it's like Murray's <laughs> name story. <laughs> so, so I go in, and I'm one step into the office, and he goes, um, he's, whoa, 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 have you been patted down? And first off, that's the worst oh, security God. measure ever. I could have just easily lied to him. <laughs> But I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, come in, come in. So he gives me the condo key. Anyways, long story short, condo's horrible. The week is weird. Uh, I'm counting some merch money like Sunday night after my show. It's like $30, right, at the end of the Sunday night show. And, and the guy comes over with the sunglasses, and he goes, you know, uh, you shouldn't count your money out like that. Somebody could come over here and take it from you. I go, do you need thirty dollars that bad? <laughs> you could just have it, you know. So he goes he comes up to me at the end of the night, he goes, Hey uh, <clears throat> do me a favor. I go, Okay. And he goes, Just stay in at the condo, right? I go, Yeah, and he goes, Why don't you take out the trash? And, oh. I, go, and I go Sure. I go, Yeah, okay, that's fine. And he yeah. goes, Oh, you know, <clears throat> a lot of people say they're gonna take out the trash <laughs> and they don't actually do it. <laughs> I go, yeah, it's not a problem. That's fine. I'll just set it outside. He goes, okay, because I clean that condo. And I go, somebody cleans that condo? (laughs) (laughs) That wasn't noticeable. He was not having it, right? So a few weeks away, I'm talking to my buddy Warren B. Hall back, you know, and I'm telling him about this guy and this experience. And he goes, oh, I love that guy. And I'm like, what? So he tells me that last time he was there, Warren B. Hall is a great comic, and he wrote a a book of poetry like 20 years ago, right? Back in, nobody's ever read it and seen it or whatever and this guy i guess at the end of the week came up to warren with his sunglasses on the whole deal and he goes uh, he goes hey uh <clears throat> i read your book and warren goes oh oh that's very nice thank you he goes i loved it i read some of the poems to my wife <laughs> <laughs> warren goes, oh that's awesome he goes i tell you what next time i come through i'll, I'll sign a copy and give it to you and the guy takes off his glass and he goes huh you do that for me. Oh, God. <laughs> he gives him this big hug and stuff. And I was like, what? I've been watching too many gangster <laughs> exactly. movies, pal. Like, how did you get that experience? And I got, take out the trash. Take out the trash. <laughs> He's a hero. You're the trash man. Exactly. <laughs> did you ever hear Richard Pryor's story about the Youngstown, Ohio club? No. Oh, God. He's got a great. I'm going to have to clean it up, though. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so Richard is working at, at the comedy club in Youngstown, Ohio. For people who don't know this, Youngstown is pretty mobbed up. Yeah. I mean, Steubenville, Ohio, which is right next to it, is where Dean, Dean Martin, Martin was born. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, but it is actually a really mobbed up town. Youngstown, Ohio doesn't sound like it, but it is. So Richard Pryor said he gets booked in the, you know, whatever club, the Ha Ha Hut or whatever the hell yeah, it's called. It is. He's booked in there. <laughs> And this last night there, he's done with his last deal. And he only goes, hey, you know what? I, I got to tell you something. Uh, I really feel bad about this, but we're not going to pay you. <laughs> <laughs> I go, what? What do you mean you're not going to pay me? He goes, nah, we're not going to pay. We decided, you know, it's your first go around. You, all these new people now know who you are. So that was great value to you. So right. we're, we're not going to pay you. <laughs> 
And Richard goes, you know what I did? I reached in my pocket, I pulled out a gun, and I pointed a gun at him and said, you're going to pay me right now. You know what the guy did? He starts laughing, picks up the phone, and goes, you got to get in here. The kid just pulled a gun on me. Ah, ah, ah. The guy's laughing because he pulled a gun on him. <laughs> Pryor was amazing. The, uh, the last time I played Youngstown uh, was that Clint story that I told you earlier on the radio yeah. this morning, and they tried to pay me in Coke in like 2010 or something. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> they tried to pay you in cocaine? Yeah, they're like, yeah, we don't have all the money, um, but here's uh, there some it is. Coke. And I'm like... Man, I don't want, like, what are you talking <laughs> I seem like a Coke guy. <laughs> we spent all the money on Coke, but right. we don't need it all. So. We don't need it all. So we can't pay you. But how, I've never understood that, and maybe somebody can explain it to me. How you can go out in the street and buy drugs and just assume you got what you paid for. Right, yeah. How would you ever know that? Yeah. Well, I've, for a long time... I mean, cocaine was such a huge thing. Yeah. You know, if you yeah. if you rip off the wrong person, you're dead. But you nowadays, know. you can just sell someone some fentanyl and call it heroin and disappear. And or you know. call it Vicodin, like they did with Prince. They said it was Vicodin, and turned out to be fentanyl, and end up killing them. Yeah. That's a nice touch. Yeah. But I just they even cocaine back in the day, Andy, when I was your age or whatever, they they still cut it with. You know, talcum powder or whatever, powdered milk. Or oh yeah, yeah. They could find. So you didn't even know what you were getting. Well, now it's you know it's soy milk and stuff. Everybody's very organic. Oh, so it's it's, it's, it's very healthy. It's it's cocaine is now. very. It's all organic <laughs> milk. Yeah, exactly. Gluten free cocaine. <laughs> Get that up your nose. I'm if doing gluten free coke. It's uh... a. <laughs> yeah, sure, these pills. These pills would be really good. You'll like these. I'm like no, what? <laughs> yeah. I'm taking pills off the street and then I give you money and then I go home and die. I don't do any of that. I do. Uh, I just started. Sm- I went thirty years completely sober, and I just started smoking marijuana like uh, three years ago, four years ago, something like that. Would you even consider that to be not sober, though? Not really. No, no. It's not. Uh, I, I grew up in so- Ohio, so it's still like marijuana is still a gateway drug, Tom. It's a gateway. Yeah, they, drug. yeah. They, they, they talk about the, the like marijuana is the fuse. What is it? Hmm. Is it marijuana is the match? Cocaine's the fuse, and LSD is the bomb. Hmm, yeah. That was from Dragnet. Yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> So, so I mean, you it's, not, so- it's not a gateway to anything but Pop Tarts. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you'll be fine. Don't you think you should probably go with the edibles, though? You know what? I don't like the edibles because you never know when it's going to kick in. Well, that's true. That's so you'll just you'll have one and you'll be like, "Well, that didn't work." And then, inhaling uh, smoke is not good for you, man. That's true. And a lot of people, va- I can't, I can't get on the vape train. Vape. No, it's I just, know. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't. Vape. I was so one done train for this just because yeah. of that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. What? I was one and done. I only did it once, and it was the problem was is that the girl made them, and she oh man, she forgot to split it up. So she put oh. yeah. So I took one, and I was like, wow. And then I went. Oh, I was in college, and I went somewhere to meet with a group, and all of a sudden it kicked in mid meeting, and I was like, oh, yeah. I gotta get out of here. Could not stop laughing. Gotta get out of here. Well, last year because Vegas uh, now marijuana is legal, yes. and recreational marijuana is legal. So on our trip, the, the, the KQ Morning Show made out there. I sat on stage and I told people, if you're gonna buy edibles. Do not go after an hour. Oh, you know it didn't work. I better take another one. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, don't do that. No, and I know some people would just take like a like they'll break a brownie in half and take. I'm like, what do you do? Like you don't know. Like every that's the problem. Every edible is different. It you is. Know what I mean, yeah, and when you pack is. a pipe or you roll a joint, you that's kind of true. know what you're getting into. Um, that's true. But yeah. I, um, when I went over to see, I did 11 countries in 28 days last year at the USO oh, tour. Man. It was great. 
phenomenal. <laughs> so we, I didn't, I, but I, I was going to Ireland and Madrid afterwards on my own to do some stuff. And so I wanted to, because um, I don't drink, so I wanted to take uh, some weed with me somehow. And I'm going over there with the army, right? Right. And, uh, and it's my first USO tour and the whole thing. And so I got these gummy bears, gummy edibles. Gummy edibles. And I bought regular right. gummy bears. And I just replaced all of because all the edibles right. were red. And so I just took all the red gummy bears out and mixed them in. And then I, I put like them in my it. luggage. And I thought, well, I know the red ones are, you know, poison. <laughs> I know the red like ones that. are poison. So, uh, <laughs> so we land, our first stop is Kosovo. And I'm unaware of all this, right? And we stop in Kosovo. I've never been. I've never even Googled Kosovo. There's not really like any electricity in Kosovo and stuff like that at night. Like what? it's just pure darkness. Oh We're God. driving through the desert in this van, like in the middle of nowhere to this army base. We're staying on base the first night. Had no idea that was happening. We pull up to like a legit army base, the middle of the desert in the dark, and there's like guard dogs and guys with guns, and they search their own vehicle. I'm like, do you know how paranoid you have to be? <laughs> like, you went to the airport and back. What do you think? We're gonna take a break. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll finish right story. Back. Yeah. 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 Kosovo is a partially recognized state and disputed territory in southeastern Europe. <laughs> huh. That's exactly we'll, how I describe it. We'll be back in two minutes more with Michael Malone and getting higher than hell in Kosovo. <laughs> Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. We don't smoke marijuana in Muskogee. We don't take our trips on LSD. That was Michael Malone on The Best Of. Coming up next, we have comedian Karen Strawn on The Best Of, talking about self-censorship in comedy. Next! We don't make a party out of loving But we like JB's daughter is going to Florida, said, Florida A&M. Yeah, Florida A&M University. In They're, Tallahassee, Florida. Florida. Their official street address is 1601 South Martin Luther King Boulevard. <laughs> yeah, some violence going on. <laughs> now I feel really comfortable with really her. Like a, kind of Martin Luther King Boulevard. Oh, that was man. an old Chris Rock bit. Martin Luther King. Hate it if you're still alive, Martin Luther King. Anywhere there's a Martin Luther King Boulevard, there's some violence going on. <laughs> That's uh, just Cesar Chavez Boulevard. Cesar Chavez. Well, now you're in Molina territory there. That's right. Cesar Chavez Boulevard. That uh, you know. When did they change that? From uh, well, I mean, they didn't change the entire street. It's just that one section of the street. It was by Concord, yeah. It's, well, it used to be the Concord, Concord Street. Concord yeah. becomes Cesar Chavez Boulevard right there at the Lafayette Bridge. Yeah. Which is it still called the Lafayette Bridge, or has that changed now too? Boy, I don't know. That I do not know. They, uh, the uh, Cesar Chavez, Chavez Boulevard in L.A. Same thing. It's that's a rough man. That's a rough place. Is it? Yep. South of USC. It all works out in the end. That's all I know. Is Karen ready to go? Uh huh. Karen, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Marvelous. Is your last name pronounced Strawn? Strawn, yes. See, I just guessed because of Vaughn. That's why I guess it was Strawn, because of Vaughn. 
Yeah, yeah, no, the Scots never spell anything like it sounds. It's always got like a million extraneous letters and... You know, it's weird because my, my last name is is Scott, but it's B-A-R-N-A-R-D, Barnard. It's a very simple name. I don't know how that happened. That's I don't know either, but you know, the Scots pronounce lieutenant, lieutenant. Yeah. So, lieutenant, you know, yeah. who knows... Who knows what's going on in their heads? So. <laughs> well, Bern, Bernard is the original name from Germany. From Germany, Bur yes. means bear, or yeah, I guess Bernard. it would be pronounced bear in German. My, but my name then actually it became Bar in Scotland. My name in in uh, Native American Thomas means twin, obviously, and Barnard mm-hmm. means big bear. Yeah, so it carried over from Bernard, Barnard, big bear. Isn't huh. that something? Anyway, that is. Karen anyway. Strong. Anyway, all jokes must clear the censors. Every guy checks himself a little. New York uh, comedy clubs adjust to hashtag Me Too. What's uh, what's this all about? Hashtag Me Too. Culture analyst Karen Strong is a spokesperson for Men's Rights Edmonton and a contributor to a voiceformen.com. She's a prominent men's rights advocate who came to uh, public attention through her infamous YouTube channel titled Girl Writes What? She is a mother of several oh, children. Oh, that's you? I've heard of you before. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do a whole lot of uh, show prep, so... We don't do show prep. Show prep makes the, it ma- very blocky and stagey. We don't yes. like show prep. There's no. Oh, question. yeah, no. Organic is great. Organic is much, much better. It's the new thing. While yeah. the sexual scandals that engulfed comic legends Bill Cosby and Louis C.K., got all the press hashtag me too is also having a real impact on grassroots stand-up at the new york clubs where much of the nation's comedy is honed karen you're absolutely right it's changed we we have had uh i also do a morning show in town and we have had comedians on the show for 32 years now or 33 years now and Mm -hmm. i did not know this but before i started bringing comedians in to do the show lewis lee who owns one of the great comedy clubs in america acme comedy company in Minneapolis he told me that no one had ever done that before that they had never brought comedians in to do a show like that stand-up comedians and I just thought it was a natural and I never understood that at all why they didn't but um, I have seen it change quite a bit lately that that uh, you go see first of all you see some of these comedians now go to colleges, do college shows, which, uh-huh. Karen, i got to be honest with you, if I did stand-up, I would never play a college. Not a chance. Oh, even Jerry Seinfeld won't, and Jerry Seinfeld is almost as tame as it gets. Yeah, it's very true. But you see people standing up during comedy shows and starting to scream at the comedians if they don't agree with what they're saying. It's a comedy show. What are we doing? Yeah, no, I, what, what's happening, what seems to be happening, uh, you know, and it's not happening so much among, like, really, really well-established comedians like Dave Chappelle and right. and uh, Bill Burr and, and, and people like that um, in terms of uh, self-censorship. But what seems to be happening sort of among the up-and-comers, uh, the people who are building their careers, is the men are starting to really censor, self-censor um, and really not uh, want to touch certain topics because... They can't treat those topics um, like you know, sexual assault of mm-hmm. women, sexual harassment, things like that. They right. can't touch them in ways that are irreverent and funny anymore without getting backlash from certain portions of the audience or certain people within the industry. But um, female comics, female up-and-comers are actually using 
the current uh, sort of gendered political climate that's been generated by this Me Too stuff to use their platform behind the mic as a political platform rather than as a humor platform. So they're not poking fun so much as they're being mean. Right, and right. they're not getting laughs uh, so much as they're getting the audience standing up and cheering um, as if, you know, they're giving a political speech rather than doing stand-up routines. So, I mean, these some of these jokes are just so, from these women, are like they're not funny. Um, but they get people up out of their seats and applauding and cheering because, you know, you go girl and that's righteous and, and all of this stuff. And But, I mean, there's nothing funny about being righteous, um, you know, or self-righteous or or whatever. The, the humor is in looking at the the foibles of the human experience, right, and, and right. human uh, human nature and, and poking fun at how people are just screw-ups at heart, right? Right. Um, and, and making fun of it, uh, making light of it, not turning uh, a comedy routine into some kind of heavy political activist statement, right? Yeah, so, I, I, I mean, have... it's, not, it's not funny what these women are doing, but somehow, you know, like, anytime I watch Samantha B, I just mm-hmm. want to stick my yeah. two fingers down my throat <laughs> and, like, vomit, okay? Because it's just not funny. It's right. just not funny. I mean, like, it's, it's snarky, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but but it's not funny. It doesn't make me laugh. And uh, you know, it, it it just you know, it's over the top, highly politicized garbage that is being packaged as if it's comedy, and it's not. No, I, I, isn't Samantha B? Wasn't she another YouTube sensation? Isn't that where she came from? I'm not sure where she, she got her she start, came, but she was on the Daily Show. Yeah, yeah. with John yeah. Stewart. Yeah, they she was one of the funny. Yeah, she was <laughs> one of the you know correspondents. Oh, she was. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, no, and some of the stuff that she did on that show was absolutely hilarious because the writers do the writing, and she just uh-huh. acts it out, and she has very good timing and very good delivery um, when she has good writers behind her. But you know, like the writers on her show now are just. You know, we need to make a political point and, and uh, uh, you know, screw Trump. That's easy um, and it works. Yeah. Yeah, they all, yeah. They all ran out and did an apolo- apology-thon. They went to different parts of the country to apologize to everybody because of the way Donald Trump is being. and how the, Who, Why would they apologize for what Donald Trump is doing? I had yeah. no idea. Did they vote for him? You know, honestly, honestly, at least Donald Trump has a sense of humor. Yeah, it seems like it. Seems like it, I, you know. Well, I think he's nuts, yeah, but he I think have, I think everybody's but nuts. But most so. people miss it because they're so angry yeah. at him that they don't they don't get yeah. that he's poking fun at people. Sometimes he seems to have only a sense of humor. Sometimes <laughs> <laughs> just constantly you know, honestly, ma- making fun of everything. Oh, say what you will about Donald Trump, and I know people who are you know saying essentially he's playing four D chess or he's playing five yeah. D chess or, yeah, or whatever. I right. don't think so. I think he's just. Shooting from the hip and and like uh, essentially uh, he'll probably screw up in any number of ways, right? But I don't think he's going to screw up. I, I don't understand why people can't just wait it out and, until the next election and maybe yeah. maybe spend the time that you're you're wasting on trying to mm-hmm. impeach this guy. Spend it developing an actual platform that will get right. voters. Yeah, I mean, he's a year and a half in almost. He's only got two and a half years left to go. By the time he got him impeached, he's going to be out of office anyway. 
Yeah. I, I just don't understand. You know, here's my concern, Karen, is that the young comedians that are coming up now, what material, material are they going to use? Because what they're hearing is not funny in the least. So how are we going to develop new young comedians? Uh, oh, we're not. We're not. We're going to, like, literally we have comedians who, or people who build themselves as comedians, objecting to the term soy boy, right? <laughs> you know, oh, and, uh, you know, and, like, it's like, okay, so you're an effeminate guy who drinks soy lattes and eats lots of tofu and your tea levels are essentially the, uh, you know, below the average level of an 80-year-old man and you're in your <laughs> 20s. Um but, you know, you're going to object to that, and you're going to object to this, and this is offensive, and that is offensive, and that hurt my feelings, and I need my safe space, and blah, 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 blah. There's no room for comedy in, in a world where, where any, anything that anybody says is going to be taken uh, as offensive by somebody, and where everybody is so thin-skinned that they cannot tolerate uh, being offended. Um, that. One of, one of the most hilarious things is this fragility of young people these days um, where, where they just, nobody has a sense of humor even, you know, about themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have a sense of humor about myself. I call myself a dried up old hag. I call myself, you know, I tell people that I'm projecting lesbianism all over the place, my short hair and my comfortable shoes. Sure. Um, you know, like... I, I, I can laugh at myself, right? And the ridiculousness of myself. Um, I'm constantly telling people, you know, I'm, I'm lazy and, and uh, unorganized and don't ask me to be in charge of anything more complicated than a one-person trip to the toilet because I'll screw it up. Um, you know, but it's, it's essentially like people don't have the ability to, to look inside themselves and find anything absurd or f- or ridiculous about themselves funny and I'm, I'm sorry but that's just like what an attitude to take out into the world the world is what it is and and the world is full of things that might offend you and if you're gonna take offense at everything how happy a life are you gonna have well that's exactly you're be miserable it. all the time now we would have never had Lenny Bruce had he come along in this day and age he, he would it would have never happened well, no, he got arrested no. the way it neither was. Would, neither would George Carlin. Nope. Um, no, you're you right. Know, and, Richard Pryor, you know, probably not. Yep, almost certainly not. Eddie Murphy. Eddie yeah. Murphy and his commentary on divorce and how, you know, women, even, you know, he could go out and find some zebra-riding woman with a bone in her nose from <laughs> Africa. The moment he gets her to, uh, to America and she starts talking with other women, she's like, Eddie, I want half. I want a divorce, and I get half. <laughs> you See, know, and, uh, and it's, it, it's hilarious, you know, because it's irreverent, and right. it, it, really, it kind of pokes at something that's sort of true sometimes, or true enough, um, but it does it in a way that just makes light of it. And right now, I mean, like, you look at, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with um, Count Dankula and the Nazi yep. pug. That's the pug that um, he but, taught to do this. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, and, and he's, you know, like, I, I'm glad he's appealing, because even though he's avoided jail time, he's avoided prison time, um, he's being fined 800 pounds, and he was found guilty of being grossly offensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, th- this is, and 
arguably the entirety of his video was arguably poking fun at Nazis. And one of the most hilarious things about this entire case teaches his dog to do the Nazi salute. Well, there was a guy in Norway in like the late 1930s or early 1940s during the Nazi occupation who taught his dog to do the Nazi salute. He hated Nazis so much, he taught his dog to do the Nazi salute, to mock them. And the Nazis tried to prosecute him. (laughs) (laughs) He can't win. It's just a bad salute all around, I guess. Yeah, it it sounds to me like those sort of issues are are a bit like uh, heresy laws. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Thought laws. I mean, you can't. That's something that's that's a slippery, slippery slope. Oh yeah. There are never. There are some things you are never allowed to joke about. Sexual assault is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Nazis and the Holocaust are another. Um, there's this, uh, Muslims and jihad. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Oh God. Um, you know, you're you're not allowed to joke about any of these things or speak out of turn about them or. Uh, uh, publicly give the wrong opinion of of them, um, so it's just very very uh, like I I don't know how comedy can even exist in this environment. Karen, you have to come back and talk to us more. It's been a wonderful conversation. Oh, thank you so much for having me, and uh, and I'm happy to come back again anytime you guys like. Thank you very much, Karen. That'll do it for today's show. We'll talk to you tomorrow, Tom Bernard Show. Best of the Tom Bernard Podcast. That was Karen Strong on the best of. Coming up next, closing out the show. We're opening up the all the way back to episode 294 with Adam Hunter. Our special guest today, Adam Hunter, is at the House of Comedy. You know, you know Rick Bronson. Yes, of course. He's a great guy. He's the best. He is a great guy. Oh, here's what I wanted to tell you, by the way. So, I look you up on Twitter. I put in Adam Hunter, and you come up. And by the way, I'm not as cool as I look. Really? <laughs> Thanks. Really? It's a joke. It's a joke. <laughs> It's a joke. It's in the intonation. Yes. Is it the delivery? Yeah. Yes, it's in the delivery. But for some reason, I don't know why, Adam Hunter, I put in Adam Hunter, and you come up, but two people before you, Dwayne Dog Chapman comes up. Wow, it's the bounty hunter, the dog, the bounty hunter. Right. Yeah, I don't know that guy. Why would that come up? I mean, I'm, I'm a your wanted man, actually. And he's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's looking for me. He's no, it's the word that he's creating on the word hunter. hunter. Yeah. 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 You see his mellow come first, actually. Yeah, you would. Yeah. You do MMA roasted. Yes. That's very cool. Oh, thanks. It is very cool. Do you cool. follow it or? Maybe. Have you heard of it? You yeah, I'm really? looking at it right now, as a matter of fact. Oh, nice. I'm on, well, I shouldn't say I'm looking at it right now. I'm, look, I'm looking at your profile right now. I travel the world attempting to make people. Hey, wait a minute, I got to do the, the big oh, like the movie trailer. God. I travel the world attempting to make people laugh. Attempting. I said attempt. Shut the fuck up, Adam. Wow. <laughs> just got serious. Wow. Wow. So the way it's going to be. Well, you said you're an, you are you an MMA fighter. No, no. Well, I, then shut I, the fuck up. I wrestled up. in high school and college. Oh, did you? I'm a fighter, yeah. Where'd you go to high school? Uh, in Maine. Oh, where well, in Maine? In Bath, Maine. I, yeah, there you go. Called the Hyde School. It was a boarding school in Bath, Maine. I bet you you, were, you did well in the sprint. No. The only reason I ask is because there aren't any black people in Bath, Maine, so I just figured, you know. (laughs) There are no in Maine at all. (laughs) That's true in Maine at all. God, i got to figure out where I've met you before. 
Right, who do you hang out with? Uh, well, I mean, I was on TV a couple times. Maybe somebody in Last Comic Standing. That was the final. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. Is your like, father's name Tommy Mishki? <laughs> no. Mm. He does. <laughs> yeah, I see it. Looks a lot Yeah, like, I see it, too. looks like Mishki? Yeah, yeah I I suppose it does look like Mishki. Anyway, so you were on Last Comic Standing. And then Leno and... Uh, well, well, yes, but I've met you in person before, and I don't know... You don't know, like, Nick Swartz, do you? I, I know Nick, yeah. Well, maybe that's why. That might be where, because Nick, Nick's a great, a good friend of the family. Oh, nice. So I think that's... I know I've met you before. <clears throat> I'm Move just on. telling... <laughs> Although this well, is way, riveting, you can say that. I'm, I'm sitting here yawning. I'm yawning this about this. Fuck you too. And the wife gets to say the real world. Adam, did you meet the family? No, yes. my wife. Yes. I introduced wow. myself. This is, my I didn't know that was your wife, though. Yes. Wife, sorry. Wow. Oh, fuck you again, nice work, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you guys been at Unmatched.com or something? Yeah. Oh. We like Adam. Oh, okay, we Adam. like Adam. Okay, Adam. <laughs> no, okay. Is this your Make a Wish Foundation? Or <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're absolutely. You're, you're right. There's no doubt about that. Don't break up with her. You cannot do better. No, he can't. Oh, so can many ways. Near that. In well. so um, many ways. Good work. There, Thank you, no, sir. Actually, Adam, about uh, oh, a few months ago now, we're at this we're at this gathering, and I run into a guy that I've not seen in a long time. And he had never met Catherine, so I introduced Catherine to him. And a little bit later, he leans over and goes, how many times have you been married? I said, once. Really? Yeah, you showed up with this arm candy. Oh, arm candy. I like that. You're hilarious. It's our daughter, Alex. Wow, nice work. Good for you. Good job, you two. You've done it. You're welcome. She's beautiful. See how nice that is. It's a nice dog, too. My dog, Bella. The grand dog. He's just full of compliments. And our son, Andy, is down there. So the four of us are all one family. Oh, wow. Which I really enjoy that. That's us. I like that a lot. I'm I'm his stepson. <laughs> Just a big happy family in here. It's exactly, beautiful. it's exactly right. I want, but so how did you? I mean, you're are you a big MMA fan? Big fan. I was I was a writer for the MMA awards a couple of years in a row, and then uh, I, I um I started doing MMA roasted because like I couldn't use a lot of the jokes in the award shows. I started doing oh, a yeah. Twitter account. And then, That's your podcast. Uh, this is my podcast, and then I, I do like videos before the fights, okay. and then uh, and then I got and then the podcast got picked up by Fox Sports, so I'm on Fox Sports now. Nice. That's fabulous, which is cool. And then uh, I do a thing called Text from Last Fight, where I, I I pretend I'm the fighters texting each other while watching the fight. <laughs> <laughs> And just like, and there's one big, it's like one big insult fest, as if I'm the fighters. <laughs> the trash talking yeah, each yeah. other. Uh, and the fighters, like, like they'll like retweet the, the people that I pretend to be. They, 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 they think it's really funny. That's a great idea. It yeah. is a great idea. So I, I do that, and then, uh, yeah, I just work hard. I've, I've been traveling all around. I was in uh, Singapore and Bahrain uh, two weeks ago. Really? For the military. Mm. Going, going to oh, Europe. that's very nice. And then I, I was in, uh, like... Abu Dhabi and Saudi Arabia earlier on this year, and then um, Oman and mm. just Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. It's just, pretty wild over there, huh? Yeah, definitely. A that's a funny place. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love to do that there. room. Oh, it was crazy yeah, because uh, they gave us this tour of Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, and you know they were basically like it was a big PR move. It was like right after that whole all the torture and stuff went went down, or you know allegedly. So they were showing us, yeah, you know, these, these guys get, you know, three meals a day, and here, here's where they, they play soccer, and then they have flat screens, and then, you know, they have this. And then you see in the background, like, a guy with a big beard just banging on the window, going, help, help, help. I'm like, that guy doesn't look like he's very happy. You've got... Uh, he's probably naughty. Yeah, yeah probably. 30,156 followers on MMA Roasted, and I would recommend people 
follow MMA Rosa. It's, it's very funny. Do you know what MMA is? Mixed martial arts. Damn, I was See? hoping somebody wouldn't know. Because like, I knew. Like you're a big fan? You don't seem like you're a very big fan. No. <laughs> I just know what it she is. She doesn't like fighting. Well, it's not, She's okay, been around but me it's too the long. UFA, right? UFC. UFC, UFC, UFC sorry. Yeah. Ultimate U- fighting champion. How do you know all this? I am in the know. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's so is, is that like the WWF? So uh, it's real. Wow. I, well, I know. So, but I, no, 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 no. No, that's not what I meant. I meant like the UF. No, no. WWE, which it turned out that WWF sued them for World Wildlife Fund, World Wildlife Fund, like years ago. So now it's WWE. Oh. But that's fake wrestling. That's yeah, like yeah. That's like a script. And the, I meant like know. the like. But the, the UFC is real. It's like. Uh, and you can kick and bite and stuff. You can't bite. You can't <laughs> bite. Um, you can't you kick can, anybody in the nuts either. You can keep, kick, keep your though. sex life out. No, no. Can you brass knuckle? Brass knuckle? You could, it's grappling and and jiu-jitsu and boxing and judo all combined and karate and muay thai. It's it's just one. It's just you know. It's basically like it answers the question: Who win, Bruce Lee or Mike Tyson? You know. Right. It's, but it's great. It's, a, it's but it's a regulated and it's, it's a lot of rules. You can't bite. Scratch, you know, kicking the balls. Well, not kick in the world. Oh, I thought you could kick in the balls. In that case, I'd no. go with Bruce Lee. Really? If you can't do all those things. Well, you used to be able to. Actually, when it first started, they were like, anything goes except no. for, I think, eye gouging. This is like years oh, ago. Yeah. And then and, and then somebody got kicked in the balls four times, and they were like, all right, oh. all right, new rule. <laughs> <laughs> We're losing, we're losing male viewers. <laughs> but no. gaining female viewers. <laughs> was it was it the Gracie family that kind of was the beginning of all of it? Or they? Well, the Gracie family was doing jujitsu, Brazilian right, jujitsu, right, which, which right. nobody knew. And mm-hmm. they and they were trying to. And then the first um, UFC, they wanted to prove that was the actually like the best martial art. Right. And they they they, they proved it. They beat everybody with with, with Brazilian jujitsu, which nobody knew what it was. But mm-hmm. then they opened up all these academies and. Everyone figured out what they were doing, and now you can't just be really good at one thing anymore. You have right. to be good at everything. Right. You can't just be a dominant wrestler or a dominant Brazilian. You can't be one-dimensional. Is that what Rogan does? He does Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He does that, yeah. But yeah. he's also like a, um, a kickboxing champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a, the Gracie family. They're, well... How many more are there anyway? I can't there's, a, there's like more than them than, than like Wayne's brothers. There's, <laughs> exactly. there's like Horace and, and Henzo, and then there's a whole new generation of Gracies, and, and uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of great Gracies. I mean, they're they're, they're amazing. They're 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 very uh, they're very you know respected and, and revered. This is very cool, by the way. I just looked at uh, MMA roasted again. Travis Redinger is a follower. You know, you don't know Travis, do you? He's, he just follows it. Too. I'm not assuming you know all thirty thousand people uh, who follow. I think I do, but remind me. Travis is an MMA, MMA fighter from here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Great yeah, yeah. guy, really good guy. Yeah, tough bastard too. Oh yeah, well, a lot of good Minnesota guys. Sean yeah. Shirk, yeah, and Brock, Brock Lesnar, Brock. They had that whole. Uh, oh yeah, Brock. They had that whole sure. camp. His uh, hands were like this big. You met Brock. I saw him somewhere, and he was carrying like a bottle of water, and it, the water looked like yeah, nothing he's huge. compared to his giant a huge hand. Guy. It was ridiculous. I saw him at a Timberwolves game once, and I don't. I've talked to Brock, and I don't really know him, but he was a buddy at Jesse Ventura. Well, not really a buddy, but he hung out with Jesse Ventura for a while and all that stuff. I saw him. He was walking. I was. He was walking up like three steps in front of me up up to, to wherever at the uh, target center and i said hey i gotta point this out to you not one but 
You missed two belt loops at the back. <laughs> but, I mean, his arms are like this, oh, yeah. so he can't get you his can't. arms behind right. him. So he misses belt loops. It's so like, eh. Why wear a belt? That's like the most important place to have a belt. In the back? Yeah. Yeah, it keeps your pants from sagging down your ass. Yeah, but no one's going to tell him except for you. Uh, no. Yeah. And, I, you know, and I can't run that fast either. Yeah, well, Brock was a great athlete. He was, oh, God, yes. Absolutely. You know, he was national champion twice. Yeah, national champion twice. twice. And then he yeah, almost made the... Uh, <laughs> The Minnesota Vikings actually he, mm-hmm. like made the practice team. Mm-hmm. Actually, I ran into Dante Culpepper one time at a show. Oh, don't mention me around him. I, why? What happened? He and I don't get along too. Well. He's really? gonna get along with pretty much anybody. Yeah, just don't pretty bring much him anybody up. you say. Unless yeah. going they're to. in this Unless room. Nick Swartz, you can <laughs> that a lot. So as you bring up names, he will always say, "Don't, <laughs> don't mention me around." Don't mention me around. But I, I asked Culpepper, well, "How come Brock didn't make the team? Because he was there mm-hmm. when Brock tried out." He right. said, "He said Brock didn't know any of the plays. He said because he hadn't played since high school. Right. So it was just too hard for him to actually yeah. figure out how to, uh, you know." Oh, I could see that absolutely, yeah. no doubt about. It. No, I, you know. Professional athlete, one of my jobs, the morning show you mentioned, the KQ morning show, one of my jobs on there is to comment on sports, and I hardly ever make a positive comment about sports because I'm from Minnesota. <laughs> right. The Vikings suck. The Twins suck. I mean, let's be honest. The so Lynx I, are fabulous. Yeah. Yes, Who? the Lynx. Girl power. <laughs> it's the, Lynx? the WNBA yeah. team Oh, here. okay. Typical Minnesota. They're champions. Yeah. Former world champions and should wow. be this year, too. Nice. There it is. That's all we have. I see Adam is very impressed. I'm a huge Link fan. uh, (laughs) That's uh, the Jack Link. Like jerky. No, it's Lynx. The Lynx. Like the cat kitty. Oh, L-Y. Gotcha. Even better. Now I'm the bigger fan. It might help if we called them the Lynxes. Everyone thinks sounds stupid, but Andy will not let that go. No, he will not. He will not let that go. No. No, what it mostly is, Adam, to tell you the truth, is like when you sat down, uh, you know, we don't really know one another, but I just want to shut the fuck up, Adam. Some people get pissed off. You have a sense of humor. Oh, yeah, come on. I mean, but some people do. It's like settle down is a joke, you pain in the ass. I get mad when you tell me. Oh, I don't think I've ever done that in my (laughs) life. show. It's yeah, it's not be. a big deal. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's just it's wait. Not so, a big deal. so you guys married, but you already had a daughter. So, no, so this is no, <laughs> god damn it! No, this is I'm your actual their daughter. child. Oh, okay. All we right. both. Boy, are look their at the child. time. Adam's got to go. <laughs> All right. No, okay. I had no, to accept. Luckily, the- I know. No, he said something like that. I about except it. for the most of the. Yeah, you said good here. job, Catherine. Or something. No, something, you did. Something happened you where you pointed it got, to both of them and said, "Good job, mom and dad." I did, but then somebody <laughs> said, like "Good that. job." <laughs> Again, like, is that what I sound like? Still still I, I need to you. make a change to how I speak because that is rough Adam, to listen to. <laughs> I feel like I'm at Thanksgiving in my family. Yeah, well, that's pretty much what it is. It's very, very true. There's a no lot of people say that. Yeah. So now you said you wrestled in in uh, high school and in college. Where'd yeah. you go to college? Uh, Binghamton, SUNY Binghamton. Yeah, absolutely, upstate Binghamton. New York. God, who? I just talked to somebody who I can't remember. Somebody oh I know God. just went to Binghamton. There he goes again. No, I'm what? just telling. This is the I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> right. show. This is the Alzheimer's podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, I'll be there in a few years. <laughs> I'll be there in a few. Hey, there's a lot of shit going around. You know, up in here. I know. A lot of stuff moving around. There really is. A lot of moving parts. I know. There's a lot of stuff being forgotten. Oh, good. Louis Mastillo is going to come on again. I like Louis. You know Louis Mastillo? No. You watch Mike and Molly? Yeah. He's the Italian guy on Mike and Molly. Oh, wow. Great guy. Mike's a nice guy. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Billy Goodell? Billy Goodell's a great guy. He is a really, really good guy. She's really nice, too, isn't she? I never met her. No, I've heard that she's very nice. I don't know. From all the people that I know that hang out with her. I will tell you this. I'll ask Louis. She's on fire right now. Why? 
No, no, I mean, she's big. I, mean, <laughs> see, no, I, I didn't want to say she's big. How did that happen? That is how you get in trouble. I know. The biggest wildfire in California. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't oh. want to say, well, she's oh. big right now. Because uh, hey, Rex Reed already went right that route. Yeah. We didn't what say she's like a fat ass right now. So He did. I know, but that's not what you were implying. on that show. That show was like one big fat show. But you can make them about yourself, but other people can make them about you. Oh, come on. That's a it's rule like, in the United States of America. It's in the Constitution. A, I actually. believe. And like yeah. gay Definitely. jokes and stuff like that. They can make gay jokes about yeah. other gay people and themselves. I think if people can't. want to be treated equally, then they should be equally made fun of. I agree. Yeah. I know. couldn't agree more. You yeah. can't leave people out. Not how it's working yeah. these make days. Make fun of everybody. Like that pasta company? Did you see that? What? Oh, Barilla. 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 Whatever it is. Yeah. I guess one of the guys that is in charge of I don't know who it was um, he said something about they would never Again. have a gay family in their ads because oh, yeah. they believe in well, the Italian. woman is the heart of the home blah they're blah Italian. blah that's what they believe and yeah. oh my god it's new, uh, now a Paula Deen oh, meltdown I know right. I was, there. no wow. I was reading something on my Facebook popped up and it said like Barilla gays can eat other pasta like and you thought <laughs> that that's what the person said and it was god. nothing gays along those lines <laughs> at all get your own goddamn pasta <laughs> I mean first of all I think it's a pretty stupid comment however it is a stupid comment if you're going to preach tolerance then you have to be tolerant of other people's views you can't just say everybody has Absolutely. the same view. It's like, uh, you know, for example, the guy from Chick-fil-A. I don't agree. I, I, I support right. gay marriage. I'm not right. against gay. I live in California. I mean, it's, it's a lot of gay. Who cares? I right. don't care. But if somebody wants to say that, then go right ahead. You know, who cares? It's like right. that's their right to say that. I mean, but then you can go, well, there's people's right to protest it. And then you can keep going and that keeps going. And going. If you make it illegal to dislike a certain group of people, then there's... There's a lot more ramifications than there are benefits. Yeah, this is true. Exactly. Gays can eat other pasta. That's how. <laughs> that, that would be a funny campaign slogan. I just think. Yeah. I mean, how it's stupid for anyone to make any comment anymore about, about anything. anything. About anybody like everybody. What I mean, want just as a, as a business person, you should yeah. just never <clears throat> say. Like, a don't word. bring your personal. Yeah. 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 It's just really especially when you're that big of a company. With social media, yeah. it doesn't matter what you think. Just don't say it. Yeah. That's why I'm my positive res- message. My response to everything is fuck that. I just say that's what I say to everything. Yeah, fuck that. Whatever. Whatever. You were gonna say something, Adam? Oh no, I was just I was uh I said I never heard of the pasta until someone said that. Oh, Barilla? It's probably a pretty good marketing strategy. Because like, <laughs> now you've heard of it. Yeah, if you're like a young pasta company, just start bashing minority groups and then people will know about your products. It seems like there's no such thing as a young pasta company. They were all founded in the 1800s. Quinoa for some noodles. That's a young pasta thing. That no one wants to eat. Delicious. <laughs> it's horrible. It's so good, and you're it's the like, worst. You're I, actually I the worst. You're not a vegetarian, or anything, are you? Oh, no, I can't. I, I, I always, every time oh, I like pet my dog and cats, I tell myself I'm going to be a vegetarian. <laughs> right. And, and then I, and then I, and then dinner comes, and I'm yeah. like, you know what? Well, like, you know what I don't get is vegetarians who own cats. Because I mean, the cat has to eat meat or die. Yeah. Well, so well, they're not eating the cat. Sorry. The cat's eating the cat. I'm sorry. The cat's eating the cat. The, the food, not to. Yeah, but they still have to, to handle it. And yeah, buy you have it. to buy the food, so you're still participating in the whole in meat massacre. industry. Mm. Some people you're feed vegetarian. their cats vegetables. You can't do that. Probably should. I know it, they die. It will kill them. I know, yeah. but that's like some vegans that have cats. 
try to do that. Well, if you insist on doing that, buy taurine supplements because that's yeah. yeah. Cats need that. Well, for some I feed well, now my we're cat more knowledgeable again. No, wait a second. Do you really believe Who's that bullshit that the dinosaurs were herbivores? Yes. No. Some of them, sure. Well, some, some of them were. Yeah. The one with the really long neck. They always show me this one. Brontosaurus. The ones with the uh, skinny jeans. The ones that yes. wore the black skinny jeans. <laughs> yes. Are you saying that people claim that all dinosaurs <laughs> were herbivores? Some people. No. Oh, not I don't think possible. all of them No. That doesn't make any sense. I've never heard anyone say that in my life. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's because you don't leave the house. Well, I, I leave the house <laughs> via no. the internet. Yeah, I wouldn't feel too comfortable walking around a Tyrannosaurus Rex mm. and going, no. No. Hey, I've got nothing to fear at all. You're <laughs> like eating carrots, right? You like goes, lettuce. No, fuck you. you. Come here. Yeah. <laughs> You know, actually, that would be an interesting encounter <laughs> to watch. Every, every vegan and vegetarian has to let you know they're a vegan mm-hmm. within the first five minutes of talking. You could yeah. be talking about like, oh wow, it's good, good baseball game. Yeah, did you hear that? What's the name? Doesn't eat meat. It just has to, like, <laughs> it always have gets to, like let you know. It's yeah. true. You know, so and so is a vegetarian. I don't know if you know that or not. Yeah, really, does he eat that horseshit bread? What's it again? Gluten free. Gluten free. Oh yeah, the it's worst. terrible. You ever tried to eat gluten-free bread? I, you know, I bake bread, and I just can't stand the idea of gluten-free any goddamn thing. <laughs> By the way, Adam, I must tell you, like Don wheat. Shelby was a news anchor here in this market for 33 years. TV news anchor. Actually respected, and believe it or not. Actually respected. What not happened? anymore. Partially. <laughs> not anymore. Never by me. <laughs> and now you bake bread? <laughs> no. I'm a baker. He's a bread baker. And now he's a flipping I baker. I do this show and then I go bake some bread. Nice. Every day. You're the gingerbread man. Yeah, I am. That's good. Have you ever made challah? Sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we make some and bring it in. Well, I will. I <laughs> will at the next it. Jewish holiday. I'll be glad to make some for you. I braid it, too. That's hard to do. That's coming up. Oh, man. Right around the corner. Oh, man. Yeah, that's the way I feel about it. It was the president of Barilla, by the way. The president of Barilla. Did you say gays can eat other pasta? Guido Barilla. That's his actual (laughs) name. Get out. Now now that's offensive. His name is Guido Barilla. I can't believe you said that. That's his name. Oh, it's his, his name. It's actually Guido. It's, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that was really a name. Guido is an Italian name. I had no idea. No. I was not making a racial slur against Italians. It's really his name. That Guido really Barilla guy. Parenting Guido for having, you know, backwards thoughts. I, mean, I can't really. His parents were clairvoyant. So that's who it is. Guido, Guido Barilla. They said I would never make a spot with a homosexual family not out of lack of respect but because they do not see it like they do my idea of a family is a classic family why family is anybody offended by where that? a woman has a fundamental role. How, how many spots are they making really with homo homos, like with gay families like yeah, gay pasta like, yeah like when i put on tv i don't see a gay family eating pasta it's not like he's no. the only one that thinks there that any? yeah he would have thought there well i think some. i'm sure there are I'm some i'm sure there are plenty yeah. i think it's the cheerios commercial that started that, that whole mixed race they have a mixed yeah, race commercial Everybody went. We DVR everything, so I don't ever. Yeah, see I know I never see commercials anymore. Yeah. I wish I DVR'd on some of these new sitcoms. I wish I DVR'd the sitcom and then watched the commercial. <clears throat> Much Do you want more some of these new sitcoms on this fall season? Not really. I'm I think more I know of a what you're going to bring up. Breaking Bad and uh, yeah. Dexter and Californication and Eastbound and Down and Do you watch so, the bridge. Sons of Anarchy. Don't Eastbound watch and Down. The bridge is very good. Is that a TV show now? Baseball. Eastbound and Down? He's one of the greatest. Oh, it's... One of the greatest. I know the movie. I didn't know it was a TV show. 
No, it's great. It's about this baseball player who like gets. It's basically about John Rocker. It's like his life story. Yes, you know, it's, it's, kind of it's about this Rocker. guy who has a meltdown and has to go back. To, you know, it's a whole thing. It's really funny. It's HBO. But yeah, but those cable networks—they like—they really kill all like the regular programming. No and, question. I, you know, you'd like the bridge. You should watch the bridge. You'd really like it. It's very, very gritty. He's obsessed. I'm not obsessed with it. Low obsessed. Winter Sun got better. I watched Low Winter Sun. Uh, that's pretty good too. It's on Is that after Sons of Anarchy? Yeah, no, it's on after Breaking Bad. After Breaking or it Bad, was, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. But yeah, I mean, it's not great, but it's it's kind of like a imitation of The Wire. Did you, right. you watch The Wire? A little bit, yeah. A good show. It's a really good show. But yeah, I, I know exactly what you're talking about because we, you watch Longmire at all? Did you ever watch no. that? No. Very good. A lot of good stuff. I'll, I'll jot them all down. Do you watch that much television anyway? Because you're always on the road, I would assume. Uh, but sometimes if I do like a I work on a cruise ship or something, I have mm. I have like 30 hours to kill. So I'll just <laughs> I'll just throw in the entire season one to ten of something, you know. Star Trek: The Next Generation. I just did that with that show like a couple weeks ago. Just watched the entire thing. Yeah, I've never really been a Star Trek fan, but yeah, that, how how was it? Well, have you seen? Have you only seen the original series? Because I'm, that's the worst thing ever made. <laughs> I can't with Kirk, and it's oh, just it's so really bad. Negative. It's just so bad. That's what gave birth to Ray Bradbury, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? I, I thought it was Ray Bradbury. Oh no, it was Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry. Gene Roddenberry. Same diff. Same guys. At least not everybody around here is on a losing streak. On yet another episode. Of the best of the Tom Bernard podcast, brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Great clips this week from Michael Malone, Karen Strong, and Adam Hunter. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we will see you next week. I'm a soul.